960thebull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Hour 2 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. If you missed our first hour, by God, you missed a really good hour. Today is hump day, Wednesday, June the 21st in the year of the Lord 2023. This is Hour 2 of Episode 885 of the show and uh man had a lot of fun there with uh mike martin is uh dude just had a blast man i cannot wait now for every wednesday i know it's going to go by fast like it does every single time i i just love it i'm just able to sit back listen to him uh spout wisdom and he is now our official PGA and uh, golf expert, but really do. Like I said, if you missed the first hour of today's show, then go to uh, go to SoundCloud.com, go to BrianHanks.com, and you can listen to uh, today's first hour or tune back in here at 960 The Bull at 3 o'clock today, and you can hear Mike there. Hey, coming up here in our second hour, here in just a few moments, we're going to be welcoming the uh, Hall of Fame coach. He's in 12 Halls of Fame across the country uh i mean he's in our uh north carolina high school athletic association hall of fame he is one of the mainstays behind the kensal and north county sports hall of fame which we're going to be talking to him a little bit about but he is live from omaha nebraska right now it's hall of fame coach george whitfield joining us from the college world series how are you doing this morning coach well good uh a little tired i've seen a lot of good baseball but uh Today's going to be another good day, and uh, just glad to be here. Well, I, I we were hoping going into this, and especially me, you know, a uh, big Virginia fan, and I got to tell you, oh, I I, I'm going to make it selfish here before we get into the Final Four and talk about some of the things you've seen. Coach, you just got to – my feelings are hurt a little bit. I just – the way Virginia went into the College World Series, I just really thought uh, – I, I was hoping for a title. Don't get it twisted, but – Coach, I was hoping for at least one win in the College World Series. What happened to my to my Cavahoos, Coach? Well, they didn't hit good, Brian, but they played good. The games were great. I mean, they really were six to five. That Florida game uh, was a tough game, and that three to two TCU game was really tough. But they just didn't hit like they usually did, and uh, they played good defense. Their pitching was okay. But they didn't hit. But they hadn't been uh, – all the scores have been a lot lower than they have ever been. Yeah, for a team that was batting three thirty two for the season, and it just seemed like when when they needed that big hit, they just couldn't get it, could they, Coach? Couldn't get it. Couldn't get it, and I hated it so bad because my two favorites were naturally were uh, Wake Forest and, Florida, and Virginia. And uh, Wake Forest is still alive, thank goodness. And they got a big game tonight with LSU. Yes, they do. I got to ask you, and like I said, we're going to break down all these. We had Paul Skeens here on the show about six weeks ago, I guess. Uh, it was about midway through their regular season. And at one point in that in his, in his that 6-3 to three win over Tennessee on Saturday, Coach, uh, he threw 13 consecutive pitches that were 100 miles an hour or more. And now it looked fascinating on TV to see this. You sit right behind home plate, as anybody who watches the uh, College World Series knows. They see you out there. What did it look like to you sitting there live watching those 100-mile-an-hour pitches zoom in there, Coach? It looked like a blur. <laughs> i tell you what. And he's a fine young man. I don't know whether you knew this or not, but when Connor Wright 
from uh, Randall Perry Academy was out at the Air Force Academy. He and Skeens were dear, dear friends, and Connor's getting married Saturday this week out in the Colorado. And Skeens was supposed to be in his wedding, but of course he's probably not going to be there. But uh, they're real; they were real close buddies at Air Force Academy. I did not know that. Well, of course I knew that Skeens was at uh, at the academy, but I didn't realize they were close with each other. That's that's yeah, real close. That's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a small world. I got to talk to Paul the other day for about 10 minutes at the dugout. What a nice young man. What a nice young man. Well, like I said, we were, uh, thanks to our good friend Scott Whittington, who got to know him during the Freedom Classic, uh, we were able to have him here on the show. But on top, I got to ask you, though, Coach, uh, being that he's either going to be the number one or number two pick in the Major League Baseball draft that's coming up, I think he'll probably, with his bonus, he'll probably be able to send a pretty nice uh, wedding gift to Connor and his bride, right? <laughs> He probably could buy several sets of china and silver. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Joining us live right now on our Spence Automotive guest line is uh, just one of the the great gentlemen out there right now. And I've got so much to talk to you about. Let, let's get the baseball out of the way because I want to talk to you about Jerry Stackhouse being inducted into the uh, North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. I want to talk to you about our Kenson Lindor County Sports Hall of Fame, which is coming up in August 19th right here in Kenson. Then we'll talk about whatever else is going to come up here too, Coach. But uh, let's go back to Omaha where you're at right now. And uh, Wake Forest, which just blew through the regional and the Super Regional, Yes, they are 2-0, and but they have been tough games, both of them. Uh, they had to come from behind to beat Stanford 3-2. to uh, They beat a very good LSU team 3-2, to and now they get to play uh, LSU again. Well, what have you observed about Wake Forest to this point in the College World Series, Coach? Well, so far, I haven't seen Wake Forest hit the ball like they've hit it all year. Uh, you know, they, they've been bombing it most all year long, but both games, like you said, was 3-2 to at Stanford. And three to two with LSU, uh, they're gonna have the hands full tonight with LSU because LSU is on a high. And of all the teams out here, LSU's got a lot more fans out here than anybody else. So Wake Forest is gonna have to really bear down tonight. I think they'll probably start their number three guy, who's been an outstanding pitcher all year. I'm not sure who LSU will start, but uh, it'll be a dog fight because it, it always is when those two get together. You know what, and I love, I mean, how, I don't even know how many years in a row now you've you've gone to the College World Series, but you always give us good color and good color analysis from there. What is it like? I mean, obviously we get to watch the games and they'll do, you know, they'll show the crowd and everything. And like you said, when LSU is there, a lot of purple and gold out there too. But what is it like in, in downtown Omaha, out at your hotel that you're at, Coach Witt, all that? What 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 is it like really being wild. there? Go ahead. It's, it's kind of wild. I mean, the fans are the fans are great. I have never, like I said, I've been fortunate to go out there 15, this is my 15th year in a row. And Brian, I have never seen anybody get out of the way. Uh, they cheer hard they, and they're, they're good sportsmen, but they have a good time. But I've never seen anybody get out of the way or get mad or, or you know, to start a fight or anything like that, like you see at some other sporting events. It's really a, a colorful thing. Everybody has on the color T-shirts of the team they're pulling for, and they'll pull hard for that particular team. But then again, they'll also stand up and give ovations to people who make great catches or great plays in the infield. And so I love it. I just think it's great. 
Well, I love seeing you with your ECU hat on, uh, sitting there behind home plate. But I got to, and I know you did it as much. You did it for Coach O'Connor, but I got to tell you, Coach Wade, I kind of felt like the other day uh, during that Virginia game when you had that Virginia hat on. I know you had it on for Coach O'Connor, but I kind of felt like you were wearing it for me too, sir. Well, I knew you were a big Virginia <laughs> fan, so I wore it for you and and uh, Coach O'Connor and Coach Mack, and they they gave it to me at the ACC tournament. And I told them, I said, if you if you have them all, I'm gonna wear it when you play. I love so it. They I love it. For folks who don't know, and you explained it last year when you came on the show here, and you were live from Omaha last year when you came on the show too, Coach Witt, but you've got to tell the story if you don't mind. And, again, I know it's a story you've told several times, and, and even, like I said, a time or two here on the sh on this show, but how are you in every camera shot? How did you get those seats, Coach Witt? I mean, the best <laughs> seats in the entire stadium. And like you said, you've had them for many years now. And again, you are in every camera shot when the, from behind the pitcher's mound, you can see you on the phone. You can see you taking a sip of a beverage. You can see you talking to the folks beside you. How did coach George Whitfield end up in those seats behind home plate at the college world series, sir? Well, it's really crazy, Brian. 15 years ago, I, I checked with a guy who was he actually he was in charge of all the ticket at that time, and I was sitting up over first base fairly high, I mean, a little bit more than halfway up. And then at the end of the uh, series, he called me when I got home and said that he was being promoted to the on-field situation where he would be in charge of all the field activities from the first game to the last game, and that he would put me in charge, put me in touch with the girl who he has appointed as the new boss of the ticket agency, Carol Foreman. And so she called me, and she said she knew that I enjoyed coming out of the series. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, well, I picked you out four good tickets. They're in section 111, seats 15, 16, 17, 18. Well, I'm thinking I didn't have a copy of, of the ballpark layout with me. So I ran in there and got it. I said, could you hold the phone for a minute? She said, sure. So I went in there and got it, and she told me where they were, and I looked down there and almost had a heart attack. I said, my God. I said, we'll be able to call balls and strikes from where we sit. And so she said that if you want those four tickets, you can have them uh, for the rest of your life. So um, that's that's how I got them. It was, it was mighty fortunate, lucky, really, really lucky. Well, I tell you what, and again, it is so much fun. And uh, if I told you, everybody, Coach, it's got to be seven or eight people who message me. If that maybe for the first time ever they have, you know, looked behind the plate and they go, and I can tell you, a good example. One is Alex Bass. I know you know Alex uh, from up at the uh, Holiday Invitational and just uh, real good friends with Wells Gulledge and Perry Tindall and those guys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Alex uh, was one of those guys for the first time. He hit me with a text that wait a minute, is that Coach Whitfield behind home plate? And then I had to go through the story with him and tell him, yep, it absolutely is. That's that's our very own Coach Whitfield back there. Well, what is it like for you? Because I know I text you a few times. Your phone has to blow up when you get on national television like you do every time, doesn't it, Coach? It's kind of crazy the other day. I got, I got 22 calls in 30 minutes. And I, and I'm, I don't text. So I had to, I wrote I wrote the numbers down on pieces of paper and then I would call them back to let them know I appreciate them calling me, but because uh, I don't text and uh, I've got about eight and a half this morning to answer when I get up. 
That's so awesome. I know you called me. I'm watching you on TV, talking to me on TV from behind home plate. I was like, this is just, this is surreal as it gets, okay? I'm talking to Coach Whitfield, already a Hall of Famer, sitting behind home plate at the College World Series. It was awesome, Coach. I really appreciated that, okay? Well, I'm glad I could call you. Enjoy it. <laughs> it's awesome. Coach George Whitfield joining us here on the Brian Hank Show this morning, live from Omaha, Nebraska. And we'll go ahead and put a bow on uh, on this on this portion of our conversation here, Coach. Uh, Florida TCU today at 2 o'clock. Uh, now, they've not met yet. Your feelings about uh, that game today at 2 o'clock, sir? Um, I like LSU, uh, Florida State. I mean, TCU. Is a team that they beat. They beat Oral Roberts the other day, and of course they beat Virginia three to two. They're a team that reminds me they just sort of hang around. They play pretty good defense. I don't see any great pitching, but it's good pitching. I mean, I don't see any hundred mile an hour fastball guys, yeah. but uh, they play good defense, and uh, I think that LSU will win. No, no, uh, no, I, coach, coach. I'm talking about the Florida TCU game. I'm sorry, the two o'clock game oh, today. The Florida TCU game today. Yes, uh, I like I like Florida. Florida okay. Florida's got a very, a very good baseball team. Uh, they're solid in every in every aspect of the game. Infield, they got a good infield. Outfield got good arm. They got good pitching and good catching. That they're gonna be hard to beat. So you got Florida winning that and making it to the uh, finals, the best of three series. What about Wake Forest yeah. LSU today at seven o'clock, Coach? Well. I'm praying that that, that uh, Wake Forest will beat them. It's going to be a close game, I believe. Uh, but I think Wake Forest has got their number three guy rested and ready to go. And people tell me, I haven't seen him, that uh, he's not very far below one or two. Wow. So uh, they, they, Wake Forest has got one of the best uh, bullpens I've ever seen in college baseball. They kept bringing in guys the other night, keeping the game close. And uh, good, good arms in the bullpen, so they got that to it. But uh, anything can happen in, in a game out here. I, I've never seen anything. Some of the stuff that's happened. Absolutely. Then, uh, if it goes the way that you want it to, there, and I'm with you, Coach, on that, then it would be Florida against Wake Forest Wake in Forest. the uh, finals. Who would you have uh, winning that between Florida and Wake Forest in that best of three, Coach? Well. Um, my heart says that I won't wait for us to win, so I'm going to pull for them real hard. It's, it's going to be a real battle because that would be too great. To, and you know what that would be? It would be interesting because it ended up, I think, in the polls with Wake Forest 1 and Florida 2. And very rarely do you see in the championship uh, the best of three, a uh, number one versus number two. In fact, I, I'm sure there's someone that can crunch numbers with ESPN or something that can come up with that, but – I don't remember the last time that's happened. Do you? I don't remember. I don't remember the last time that happened. But I did see that uh, that Wake in in some of the polls was ranked one, and Florida was ranked two yep. coming in, and uh, that that would be interesting. It would be very interesting. I got to tell you, coming into this season, we knew Wake Forest was going to be pretty solid. But, you know, everybody was talking Clemson, Coach. Everybody was talking Virginia, who had a great start to the season. And, heck, even Duke, who played uh, really well in yep. stretches this season. Where in the heck did Wake Forest come from? Because were they – I think they were probably top 20 in the nation, but I don't think anybody thought they would be where they are right now, Coach. Well, their coach uh, has done a magnificent job, and he's done a wonderful job recruiting and they put a lot of money in the baseball program at Wake Forest. They've got a lot of wonderful things going on there. 
And I think they just decided they're going to go all out in baseball and try to build that program up and what a magnificent job they've done. And uh, they've got facilities that will equal anybody's in the country. If you ever go to Winston-Salem, some of the labs they've got, pitching labs and biomechanics and stuff like that, they're up there with anybody. And they've just gone out and recruited some great athletes. And then what's interesting is how many athletes on that team are from the Winston-Salem area and uh, good athletes. So they're, they're cleaning up up there in the western part of the state with, with really good athletes. Wow. That voice you're listening to, it is Coach George Whitfield live from Omaha, Nebraska. He is our big interview today here on the Brian Hanks Show. And the big interview brought to you every day by UNC Lenore Healthcare. Uh, with a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your healthcare needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at Lenore.org or visit the comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you, thank you, thank you to Beverly Jenkins, all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big interview. Let's not hesitate. Let's jump back into our big interview with Hall of Fame coach George Whitfield. So we've talked about the College World Series. I got to talk about a moment you and I were able to share together, uh, I guess, a month, six weeks, eight weeks ago. Uh, when we were up in Raleigh, uh, uh, one, one of the halls of fame that you are in, Coach Witt, is the uh, North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. What a special, special night that we had that night when we were able to witness uh, Jerry Stackhouse from Kinston join you in that uh, in the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. And I just wanted to give you an opportunity, Coach, just to talk about, uh, I guess he's now Coach Stackhouse himself, now being over at Vanderbilt, but just wanted to give you an opportunity, uh, just a very deserving uh, accolade for him to be inducted into the North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame, wasn't it, Coach? Well, he should, he should have been there a long time ago, in my opinion. But uh, I was so happy to see Jerry and was able to get several pictures uh, with uh, Wells and some other people, but he was so gracious to have his picture made and enjoyed talking. And uh, his wonderful family uh, came and had a, he had a lot of backing, and they, it was really nice. Vanderbilt University, uh, I think, bought several tables, and a lot of people came down from the Vanderbilt area. But uh, Jerry Stackhouse has deserved to be in the Hall of Fame a long time ago, in my opinion. Well, I tell you what, and you're going to be humble as you always are, Coach Witt, but you were responsible for a lot of those fans coming, too, as you purchased a couple of tables and uh, and hooked a, hooked some of us Kenston folks up with it so we could sit with you and the other folks from Kenston. It was neat seeing the contingent, and like I said, you were you were primarily responsible for that, for that Coach, for the uh, big amount of Kenston fans that came out to be able to support Stack. But uh, it was good to see uh, not only the Vanderbilt folks, but the Kenson folks in the house too, wasn't it? Oh, it really was. It really was. We're all proud of our Kenson boys and how many of them that we've certainly done well. But Jerry has just uh, been magnificent in his career. And I think he's going to have a wonderful coaching career at Vanderbilt. Uh, you know, they, they won some big games last year, came from behind, won a lot of Southeastern Conference games down the stretch. So if he can – Keep on doing some good recruiting. I think they'll have some good teams there. I got to tell you, nothing made my heart prouder, though, 
was them beating Kentucky the last two times they played them. Did you get a chance to see either one of those games, Coach? I, I, I love them both. I love them both. <laughs> I did. Hey, Coach, I did too. We'll, we'll just leave that one at, at right there. Coach, Just and this is something we've talked to you about in the past too, and it's, we're going to segue into the Kinsel and North County Sports Hall of Fame, which is going to be uh, held, uh, the ceremony, which is going to be held August 19th at the Kinsel Community Center. But again, again, we are so blessed to have the athletes, the coaches, the parks and rec officials that we've had come through this little town of Kenston, haven't we, sir? Kenston is, is naturally my favorite place in, in all the world because I grew up there. And we have been blessed by the good Lord to have some of the finest people in athletics uh, in North Carolina. I really have. And uh, it's been that way for a long time and I hope we'll continue for a long time. But I'm so happy to see the people that we've got this year. I think it's a great, great class. And I told them at the first meeting that we had, I said, let's make this a sellout. And I believe it's going to be. Oh, we're selling tickets big time. But that's expected. Like I said in my monologue, uh, when I started the show, I was talking a little bit about it when I was promoting that you were going to be coming on to talk about this. Man, when you look at the names, and I want to hit a couple of these names because I know a couple of these folks are just very, very special to you. And, Coach, I'm going to start, and I believe you could call him your protege in, in Wells Gulledge, who grew up in Hamlet when you were, or I'm sorry, in Richmond County. I guess it was Hamlet, but in Richmond County. It when, was Hamlet. Yep, in Hamlet when you were there uh, coaching uh, the Richmond County Raiders. Uh, just uh, brag on your protege, uh, Wells Gulledge, Coach. Well, I'm I'm mighty proud of Wells. He grew up, I remember the day he was born, and uh, <laughs> when he got home from the hospital, his mama brought him over to see me. And, and so we've been close ever since. They were grew up right around the corner from us. And I watched him uh, grow up and went to Mount Olive and, and did well. And I watched him coach. And uh, Craig Hill uh, asked me to go down and talk to him about coming to Kinston. And, and fortunately, I was able to helped talk him into coming, and uh, he certainly did a great job. And I'm so proud of him going in the, into the Kinston Hall of Fame this year. Uh, I'm so excited about it. You just mentioned another name there in Craig Hill and uh, another guy. He Now, you talk about there's only a handful of people now, Coach Witt, that have been with the Kinston North County Sports Hall of Fame since the very first class in 2004 that we inducted. It's me, you, or I'm sorry, I should have mentioned you first, myself, Craig Hill is one of those. Steve Oliver is one of those. Outside of the four of us, and Bill Ellis, outside of us, there's not a lot of the original people around that still did it, but Craig Hill being inducted into this uh, class of 2023, I, I know you're very proud of him too, aren't you, sir? Well, Craig uh, is, a, is a great guy, and he's done so much. You know, he was, he was an athlete at Kinston. Then he was a principal of the high school, did a fantastic job. He's actually the one that hired Wells. And then uh, he left and went to Wilson, did a great job over there as associate superintendent, and has always been interested in Kinston, always. I've never known him that he wasn't 100% for things that were good for the city of Kinston. Absolutely. Uh, Now, your perspective, obviously, is a lot better than mine. I've only been here 21 years, Coach, or 22 years now. But the the impact that Bill Ellis has had on uh, on Kenson Lenore County athletics, I mean, just I, in my opinion, now bear in mind, 
my <laughs> my view is only 20, 22 years where yours is, you know, 65, 70 years. But what, what does Bill Ellis mean in the pantheon of uh, recreation officials, recreation superintendents, recreation directors in the history of Lenore County, Coach? Well, I just don't think there's one any better. Okay. Uh, when you think about Bill, uh, I can go back to remember Captain Pat Crawford, who was my first little coach of Louisville football. And then after Captain Pat Crawford came along, Bill Fay came along, and then he left uh, basketball to go into recreation. That's when Coach Sexton came on the scene. But nobody has has worked harder at building Kinston's recreation program than, than Bill Ellis, positively nobody. And he's done it in a quiet, uh, unsuspecting way. He just He's just been behind the scenes. He doesn't like to get credit, but he ought to get lots of credit because we've got a good recreation program. We've got that building out there, the swimming pool and everything, and none of that would have been possible. And personally, I don't think we would have ever gotten professional baseball back in Kinston if it hadn't been for Bill's hard work. Absolutely, and I agree with you 1,000%. Coach, we are up against the clock, and we'll, I tell you what, we'll have you on before the ceremony, if you don't mind, Coach, uh, before the uh, ceremony on August 19th, and we'll talk about some more of these uh, folks too. But I, you being a proud as you are, a, a proud Granger High School grad, I wanted to just get your quick thoughts on the 49 and 50 Granger baseball teams that are going to be inducted, the 55 and 56 Granger basketball teams that are going to be inducted. Just your thoughts on those four teams that are going to be inducted into our Hall of fame coach well the 49 and 50 baseball teams were, were coached by my beloved coach frank mock and uh, there's only two boys living off of those two squads and one of them is red mcdaniel the Vietnam, i mean the hero of the vietnam war which you remember throughout the first ball and fred williams uh, who's now living in raleigh both of them are 92 years old wow. and i'm hoping to get both of them to come uh, the 55 and 56 basketball teams, I've been in touch with all those boys. And uh, Coach Sexton's two sons are coming. And uh, Frances Mock is coming to represent her dad. And I think there's going to be five or six boys off of those both of those teams that are going to come back that are living. And so it's going to be a fun night. It is going to be an absolutely great night. I cannot wait again. Saturday, August the 19th at the Kinston Community Center, nine athletes are going to be inducted. Two coaches, one recreation, five teams. It's just going to be a, it's going to be a night to remember, isn't it, Coach? I really believe it is, and, and I'm going to do everything I can to help make it a sellout. I hope we can sell out all 400 tickets, and we're well on our way. Absolutely. I think so, too. Listen, Coach Witt, you are the best. It's, you're an hour behind us there in Omaha. You got up to uh, talk to us. I really do appreciate you. Have fun out there, and I can't wait to see you when you get back to the Tar Heel State, Coach. Well, appreciate you calling, and I look forward to seeing you. There you go. Uh, thank you so much, Coach. Have a safe trip back, sir. There you go. That's Coach George Whitfield live from uh, Omaha, Nebraska, talking a little College World Series. Talking Jerry Stackhouse in the uh, North Carolina Sports Hall of Fame. And then again, our big ceremony. And I, hey, you're going to hear a lot about it here on the Brian Hanks Show over the next couple of months as we get ready for uh, August the 19th here in uh, Kenson, North Carolina. Again, uh, Clay Kroom, Craig Dawson, Daryl Goff, Chris Hatcher, Earl Miller, Jennifer Nye, Charles Shackelford, Peggy Jean Taylor, Don Whaley, 
Craig Hill, Wells College, Bill Ellis, and then those teams, the 49 and 50 Granger High School baseball teams, the 55 and 56 Granger basketball teams, and then the 1969 Atkin basketball team. We are going to have a ton of people out at the community center that night. It's going to be a fun night for everybody. Okay, uh, let's get John and Jonathan in here. Let's play the birthday game. We'll come back and wrap up the Wednesday edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. It is hump day. It's Wednesday, June the 21st in the year of the Lord 2023. Guess what time it is, John Dawson? Uh, can we get home early? Nope, nope, oh. nope. We got to play the birthday game. Oh, that. But it's a game you've dominated this week. Uh, you won yesterday. You won Monday. You've just had a little difficulty. Listen, you're up eight days to five. We're halfway, more than halfway through. Yes. And, uh, you're in control. You could. You won May. You could win two months in a row. I'm There's sure. There's no I will. way you can lose this. I agree. There's absolutely zero way. There, absolutely. But there's only one way I can think of. To continue. Uh, <laughs> guess what? We had an all musician edition yesterday, John Dawson. Uh-huh. I don't like how that. We have an all musician edition again today, John Dawson. Yeah, just <laughs> my scoliosis just reversed. <laughs> there you go. You know what? Yesterday, what was it? Ann Murray, Brian Wilson, John Taylor from Duran Duran, one of your favorite bands. Lionel Richie, I played Hello, and oh, all man. three of us got weepy while we were listening to uh, it. I know you did. <laughs> I did. And then the Coasters. I mean, did you, yesterday was a good edition of uh, All Musician That's, Edition, wasn't it? I agree. Yesterday was went from, from tolerable to great. Not so sure how much you're going to like today's, okay? I will say this. Good. Not one hip-hop. It's just there's some cheesy bands. I just well, the boy bands are just as bad. Yeah, there's not a boy band. The 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 the, uh... the all Led Zeppelin edition of no. Oh, <laughs> yeah, they were all born on the same day. Wouldn't that be? Something? They don't even have original birthdays. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. That was very good. I like that. I like that a lot there. But uh, you won yesterday four to one. Like I said, you lead eight days to five here in the month of June. Why don't you tell us about uh, our uh, title sponsor of the birthday game, our good friend Jacques Passeleg and Goico Office Automation. Well, Jacques Passeleg, he never rips off other people for his ideas because he is an office automation genius. And uh, if you have a business that uh, is in need of a little pick-me-up, a little pep, or if you're thinking about starting a business and have no idea how to do it, Jacques is the guy you need to go see. He will hook you up. He will steer you in the right direction. He will uh, help you make money instead of lose money. Back to you, Brian. Beautiful. Beautiful, John Dawson. Yeah. And let me tell people, did he read one word of that, Jonathan Massey? <laughs> let me see your palms. <laughs> <laughs> no crib notes or anything. You got to like it. Good job there. Oh, that came out of his heart. Every word that John Dawson just spoke came out of his heart about the Equal Office Automation. I was wondering why I was feeling a little flush all of a sudden. <laughs> there you go. It's it's either lust or your love for GoEco Office Automation. That's right. There you go. What about if we wanted to call, or how about if we wanted to call uh, Jacques Passleg over there, Jonathan Massey? Well, the best way to do that, Brian, is you pick up the phone and you know, 252-252-286-286-53-53-54. Or you can visit his website at goecomc.com or... What is GoEco.com for more information? There you go. Uh, I'm out already. <laughs> I forfeit. Yeah, you just, yeah. This is awful. She became famous for this little ditty in 2011 when it became a viral YouTube sensation. 7 a.m. 
Oh my God! Bring Tupac back. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you've got to listen. These are the worst lyrics in the history of music. Listen. Has she got a Q-tip up her nose? Oh, I hate that. Sitting. It's sitting. Oh, it gets worse. It's sitting. Well, here we go. I'm begging. I'll give you five American dollars to pan it down. I, Please, God. I, I have a guess as to who it is, but I'm not 100% sure I'm right because I had no idea what the song was until yeah. I heard the word Friday. Is it Lizzie something? Rebecca Black. Rebecca Black, indeed. This was her one-hit wonder. Can I just, get, can I just for, give it to him to make it stop? <laughs> no, this is terrible. It is terrible. I agree with you. But the chorus is Friday, uh, Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wait till it gets to, we're not even going to, it is Wednesday. But wait till it gets to the end, and guess what the little outro is. I'm not listening to this to the <laughs> end. We're not going to. I, can okay. probably, I can't even do that. <laughs> but it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Thursday. Uh, it's okay. I got you. <laughs> It's We're horrible. not going to listen to it, but I'll perform it for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Rebecca Black, hold on. Please let us guess. Hold on. <laughs> Brian. How old today is? <laughs> Whose guess uh, is it? It's you, Rebecca Black. 33. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 32. She was born June 21st, 1997. She's only 26, so this came out when she was 14. I'm so glad she made an awful song and became a millionaire and never had to work. The story of the song is her uh, mom and dad, or maybe it was just her mom, took her to the mall to one of those little... Uh, vocal booths? Yeah, vocal booths type thing. Hold on. Prime, <laughs> I'm begging you. I need to know who her mom is so I can punch her in the throat. <laughs> Seems a little excessive. It is a little excessive. No, listening. I meant the song. Oh. <laughs> Wait a minute. I like it. Um, <laughs> but it took her like one of those little vocal things that you spend like $69 or something to cut a record or whatever. She does that. They put it on YouTube, and somehow it just hits. Do you want me to jump off the roof during no, the no, show? No, no, no. Let me uh, get A little bit thing. just to see what would happen. <laughs> Are you going to hit the grass or the driveway? If this song keeps up the driveway... <laughs> Hold on, I'm finding the next artist here. He's a co-founder and lead guitarist for this band. I know this song. I know you do. Is this? No. I know the song, too. I thought it was a female. I thought it was Sunny Got Something. Okay. Making up a different song. It's one of those, like, they had, like, eight good years, and they were mostly in the 90s. And I don't, it's not Soundgarden. It's, uh, oh, you, I can't believe you just insulted Soundgarden. No, 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 no. But Soundgarden is popular. Soundgarden. That's what I'm saying. It's not. Uh, it's, uh. Alter Bridge. Incubus. Ah, yeah. Um, lead singer, or he was the lead guitarist for the band, Mike Einzinger. Okay. E-I-N-C-I-N-G-E-R. Incubus. I don't. This this is, it, compared to that first thing, this is Chopin. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Massey goes to you. Mike Einzinger, the lead guitarist for Incubus. This is Drive, by the way, off the album Make Yourself, which came out in 1999. 
I guarantee you that first song caused at least a dozen people worldwide <laughs> to have just a, like a fit and pass out. Probably. I would agree with you on that. <sighs> Mike Einzinger over there. Who, who got Rebecca Black? Okay. He did. You're kind of proud that you didn't get it, aren't you? I, I just wanted it to be over. Well, it is. It is. We're done with her for the day. <sighs> Unless. No. <laughs> she has a twin that also performed a terrible song. Her name, Jebecca Black. No, what it was, they found that she made another record and the company paid her to not put it out. Well, she did that and it was ended up being like a number one hit, believe it or not. I mean, it's been played like tens of millions of times on YouTube. In fact, I got to look to see. Just, no, no. I just want to see how many times it's been played. Apparently, good YouTube. taste in music died with my generation. Friday. I'm saying my generation. It's still out there. Now. You just have to, you know. <coughs> I'm talking about the appreciation of it. You're gonna. It's gonna blow. Thirty-eight million. Eighty million. Just give me the number. hundred and sixty-six million views. That's great. You know who wasn't one of those? I'm hoping the three of us. Yeah. I don't think I've ever watched it, so there you go. We, we have not contributed. 166 million views, dude. Yeah, I'm sure the three of us not watching it did a lot. Um, Good Lord. <coughs> okay, uh, Mike Einzinger, how is he today over there, Jonathan Massey? That's the kind of thing that makes people throw their guitars into a wood chipper. <laughs> You're talking about the Rebecca Black thing or this? Rebecca Black. Yeah, there you go. 51. Well, this isn't bad, right? This is tolerable. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean... We haven't complained about it once. <laughs> no. 50, 51. You say 51. What do you say, John Dawson? 50. He was born June the 21st, 1976. He's 47 today. So congratulations, John Dawson. You get that. It's now one to one. Let's they get played it. Some, VH1 did a tribute to The Who, and they had a bunch of bands play Who songs before The Who played. And Incubus came out and played I Can See for Miles. They did okay. Yeah. I, I, you know how we always say neutral. Neutral. I'm incubus neutral. I mean, I like this. I really like this song. I remember when it came out. I was a fan of it. But if you put a gun to my head and say, said name another incubus song, I couldn't do it. I know I couldn't do it. I couldn't. So. Somebody go get me a gun. <laughs> God, <laughs> dude, that was kind of cruel. Water gun. Okay, yeah, water gun. Oh, okay. Tater gun. Oh, Here you we were go. supposed to get a water gun. That's true. This is a famous country music artist. She's had 30 songs chart the Billboard Top 40 in country music. It's... If this helps you any, it's 18 wheels and a dozen roses. It does not. Mary Chapin Carpenter. Not a bad guess, but no. KT Oslin. Uh, is this Medina. her most favorite? Uh, Medina. One of her favorite, most famous songs. Are you thinking of Jody Messina? Yeah, that's probably what I'm trying to say. Medina. Kathy <laughs> Mattea. <laughs> Who? Kathy Mattea. Mate- Mate- well, I was getting there. I was- you, were, you were doing rhyming <laughs> names, yeah. that's for sure. Kathy Mattea, John Dawson. How old is she today? 58. You say 58. Jonathan Massey. 59. She was born June 21st, 1959. She's 64 today, so congratulations to Jonathan Massey. You get that one. Man, we are just blasting through today's uh, Very nice. <laughs> Usually when we do the birthday game, or when we do all musicians, it slows down, but I guess you needed me to get out of Rebecca Black so bad. Unless you wanted to pay the ambulance bill. <laughs> 
When I'm saying bring back Tupac, you know I've reached my You have limit. reached something, that's for sure. Okay. <laughs> I remember That might be my birthday. most hated song in the history of the show. Well, we just heard the Rebecca Black one. Really? That or might be the most Kanye? hated. It's, well. What is worse, Kanye or uh, Rebecca Black? They're tied. Oh, that's pretty bad. Okay, oh, uh, he's the lead singer oh. and bassist for this band. Don't play this song. <laughs> I love playing this song. We did it last year. In, okay, uh, I'm, I'm not going to talk to the song. I'm not having anything to do with this. They have other songs that were hits. They do. <laughs> I just love playing this one. Well, I'm. I, do you, who's the band? I'm not talking about it. Uh, you don't know the band? I know who it is. Who is it, Jonathan Massey? I can't Massey? hear it. Oh. Wait, wait, Too loud. Almost. <laughs> Swinger. Oh, yeah, that's why I don't know. Uh, listen, here's the chorus. <laughs> like you've never seen. You know, this I'm goes out over the air, right? They're playing on the radio. They don't have a DJ singing along to it <laughs> this joyfully while it's playing. They just have a robot machine play it. Yeah. Nobody giving I commentary. Honest, I didn't have that big of a problem with this song 17 years ago when I was <laughs> 17. I mean, for all they know, the guy singing it is 17. But yeah. they know Brian's not 17. And Brian... Brian's 54 years old. <laughs> That's not creepy at all, is it? Not at all. Depends on your point of view. In or what, defense in what point of view is it not creepy? West Virginia. You got me. <laughs> in my defense, this song came out in 1988 when I was only 21 years well, old. Please okay? specify that you're singing about it as if you were still 17. <laughs> okay, there you go. You'll be playing another song by Winger. It's Kip Winger. Today is Kip yeah, Winger's get, birthday. Get on to another one. God, this is uh, Dateline NBC written all over this. <laughs> Brian, why don't you have a seat? <laughs> <laughs> Brian, why don't you have a seat? Say, what you doing? I know you remember this song. Yeah, yeah. Headed for a heartbreak. Was last year we had the discussion. You didn't believe me, but they did the crappy cover of Purple Haze. And I looked it up. That's right. I'm mm. not going to do it again. But, yeah. Uh, go back to last year's June 21st edition of the birthday game <laughs> if you'd like to hear that. I like this song, though. Tell Jonathan what rock music was like in this little window. On, on MTV and the radio, it was this. If you wanted to hear anything good, you just had to read magazines and hunt it out. <laughs> this this is what day. was crammed down your throat if you didn't take the time to look elsewhere. He's not wrong. Winger, Cinderella. But I learned this time I was listening to R.E.M. and U2. Yeah. But I, I did listen to those by listening to Wait a minute. Nothing like those cold, icy digital keyboards. Why does this remind me of... Um, Heartburn. Hairband. This was a hairband. This band. was a hairband. Oh, a popular one, though. Lead singers. Motley Crue? Shouldn't be performing anymore. <laughs> Motley Crue. Cinderella. Be, yeah. Poison. Who's lead singer? Uh, who's Brett lead singer? Michaels. Is he, he like, was, is he like grossly overweight now? And that's Vin, You're talking about Motley yeah, Crue, Vince Neil. Yeah, I'm talking about <laughs> Vince Neil. Yeah. Roger Daltrey just turned 80 and looks like Vince Neil's little brother. Yeah. <laughs> I actually like this song. Mock all you want, but I like this song. Okay? And we I'll, I'll take this over the first creepy, creepy 
the first winger song. Oh, you there were, you go, yeah. Uh, who's leading? Who got Kathy Mateo? It was one to one. Who got I, I got He it. got it. So you lead two to one, Jonathan Massey, and it is. Hold on. The bridge right there is beautiful. Every song on every hair metal song, Power Ballad of the 80s, had that bridge. He's not wrong. Maybe that's why I was thinking. Oh, With a guitar solo to show they're a real rock band. What was Bill Burr's thing? It's in black and white. Then when you get to the guitar solo, it switches to color. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the way the videos were. You're absolutely right. Uh, Kiff Winger over there, Jonathan Massey. How old is he today? 63. I'm hoping he wasn't any older than that because that would make that <laughs> song even worse. That was well said. Kev Winger, he said 63. You say? 62. Congratulations there, John Dawson. You did it right on the nose. Just for me. You got to give him credit. That he had no idea. I give you nothing. <laughs> there you go. Thank you. I needed that. I needed that, okay? It's now you needed nothing. <laughs> God. You need it's to be hit with a broom when you start <laughs> singing that chorus to that other winger She's song. only 17? Yeah, I know. You're right. I'm not going to cut any of it. That's <laughs> up to you. Okay, uh, he's been the drummer of this band, if I can get it to come up. God, now you talk about great songs, and I don't think you're that big of a fan, but I'm going to find, don't you think I feel the pain? Here we go. He's been, Steven the drummer, Tyler? Oh. No, he's been the drummer of this band. Oh, it's Since its inception. Joey Kramer. Jo Damn, dude. Absolutely, Joey Kramer. I think they're in the middle of a lawsuit right now, though, with him. I think they were trying to kick him out. Oh, wow. Okay, you got to let me hear the beginning of this. I love this. This is the beginning. Well. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> that was good, though. Here we go. Great bass line. I think the drums are good there. Huh? Yeah, but, the, you know. Yeah. I am so, we've talked about this. We did this two or three weeks ago. You know they're getting ready to start a tour. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to see because I've never seen, now I've seen pretty much every band I've ever wanted to see, except I never got to see Tom Petty. Obviously, mm -hmm. that's not going to happen. Who else? Uh, Rolling Stones. I've never seen the Rolling Stones. Yeah, I know, and it's too late now to see them because you're just going to be seeing a sad. They're not the well, Who. Well, no, no, they're well, not no. the Who. The Who was a great show, and I see all them. Uh, the, the st I'll defend the Stones. They sound pretty much the same as they always did, but my, I contend that they were never great live. They sound the same way live now that they sounded 30, 40 years ago. Okay. So. But I wanted to see Aerosmith, and when mm -hmm. it was announced, this is their final tour, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to go see them until I saw that the cheapest seats in the arena are $300. And that's nosebleed seats. If you want to get where you can see them and they're not little dots in front of you or you have to I would, watch I it would on the video screen. I wouldn't mind. 300 is not out of line for, like, first 10 rows. But you're talking about oh, a nosebleed. Oh, God, yeah. dude. First 10 rows, you're paying $5,000 oh, to see them. forget that. Exactly, dude. And I wanted to see them. I really did, man. I was really excited about going to see them, but I just can't justify get a live dvd you got a big television you're right you you two may have seen the interview where steven tyler was talking about this but in this song you hear the mm -hmm. he was taking a sugar packet or a salt packet 
and shaking it into the microphone. That's where that sound came from. Oh, yeah, a lot of those old records, that. that little clink, cling you hear is the drummer. They would take his car keys and put it over there, so it would all kinds of little tricks you do for audio so cool. verite, as they call it. Hey, I'm sure I know I've asked you before, but I'd love to get Aerosmith. I like 70s Aerosmith, and I like bits and pieces of comeback Aerosmith, but when it got to where all the ballads were crazy, amazing, crying, they all sounded like these same ballads over and over. I jumped off. But there you go. You like this then, right? I like this Aerosmith, yes. Oh, yeah, this is awesome. Okay, uh, Joey Kramer. It's, two, it's tied 2-2, two to two, John Dawson. I should get a point for knowing his name. Hey, you should, because I – would you have guessed? <laughs> By giving you multiple choice. All of my buddies would know his name. Yeah. Um, I'm your buddy. I wouldn't have got it. <laughs> so you are incorrect. Seventy. <laughs> uh, oh man, I don't know. Seventy-three. He was born June the 21st in the year of the Lord, 1950, John Dawson. You not just win, you win in style by getting it perfect on the very last one. He is indeed 73 years old today. You win three to two. It's uh, You lead nine days to five here in June, dude. There's no way you can lose June. Not one. <laughs> not one. My way. other favorite it would be uh, Back in the Saddle. Oh, that's That a may good even song. be from the same album. It might have been. Hey, uh, some local birthdays here. Uh, hey. We worked with her at the Kinston Daily Free Press. Do you remember Abby Stewart? Yeah, she just had a baby. She just had a baby. I'm glad that's what I got on here. Abby Stewart Kale. She's also uh, married in the last year, mm -hmm. and uh, she's a new mama, and that baby's just as cute as anything. You know what? And I loved Abby. Abby was so sweet and uh, a, a really awesome person to work with. Uh, but you know what I remember the most about her? And, and don't let don't turn this into something creepy because I don't mean it to be creepy, John Dawson. I, why are you looking down the hall? I'm just sitting here. I always thought she smelled so good. She had a... Yeah, why would that come off as creepy? <laughs> I don't mean it to be creepy. I mean, dude, I mean, there are people who don't smell good, and she just smelled good. I don't mean it in a bad way. So are you Is saying, that, you, are okay, you saying Massey and I are not effervescent in our odor? <laughs> no, you're not effervescent. You're... Did you not notice? And she she has got to be the best smelling person. Note, I didn't say a woman, the best smelling person I've ever been around. She just had just this this nice aroma. I don't know, but she really did. That's not a joke. I'm not saying that ironically or sarcastically. She it, was she a sweetheart? That's what concerns yes. me. <laughs> happy birthday, Abby. Stewart. Happy birthday, happy, Abby. And congratulations happy. on the marriage and the baby. And just don't tell Brian where you are. <laughs> hey, Dee uh, Dee Peel, today's her birthday. She's a big supporter of Kenson High Athletics. Uh, Walter LaRoque, who uh, is a uh, is one of Craig Hill's best friends. I've gotten to know him over the last year or so. Good dude. Uh, this is one I want you to talk about because you know him better than anybody in this room. Donald Thompson. Donald Thompson is a great guy. I, for, there was a time there, I think during my tenure at the Free Press, I would book shows for the Donald Thompson Band. They're, for my money, the, one of the best for your entertainment dollar, the best bands around. They do like a um, blues, but it's not like weepy blues. They do like kind of jump party blues, and it's really good stuff. Who is the uh, Stray Cat Strut guy? Brian Setzer. He kind of reminds me of Brian Setzer a little bit. Is that a bad comparison? 
Mm. I don't mean it as an insult. I mean it as a compliment. He he sort of had that. Well, Brian about Brian Setzer's rockabilly. Donald Thompson's a little more blues, but it's okay. it's not totally different universes. Um, well, he worked with. Did he work with us at the Free Press? He for worked a on the advertising side for a while. I thought he did. Great, and uh, Jackie Holland uh, was in his band. Um, Wait, the deputy? He was. He played harmonica with him. I did not but know But the that. band is still going. They're still fantastic. And if you're looking for a great band and you can actually go 30 seconds without hearing beach music, I'd give them a shot. There you go. Happy birthday, Donald. And then happy birthday to Phoenix Evans, a uh, Kenson High grad who uh, played at ECU. Just a great guy, too. So if your birthday is today, like Phoenix Evans, Donald Thompson, Walter LaRoque, Dee Dee Peel, New Mama, Abby Stewart-Kale, have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And again, I want to thank Jacques and GoEco Office Automation for sponsoring the birthday game, which they have since the very beginning. Really do appreciate them. Thank you also to Woodman Life. I've had my, my life insurance with Woodman Life for more than 10 years. Hell, for almost 15 years, I could not be happier with it. I know if something bad happens to me, those I care for are going to be very well taken care of. Listen, thank you to Danny Rice, to Jared Edwards, and Woodman Life for sponsoring the Brian Hanks Show. If you need a good life insurance quote or even financial advice, call Jared at 252-361-2414 or visit him at 1136 Highway 258 North right here in Kenton. That's beside Highland Furniture and across from Sale Auto Mall. And thank you to all our day one sponsors. I mean, Woodman Life, Rendell Parrot Academy, Spence Automotive, Goeco Office Automation, who you just heard us talking about, UNC Lenore Healthcare, Lenore Community College, the Down East Wood Ducks, the Kinston Police Department. And listen, we're getting ready to fire up Friday Night Football again. Get back all our sponsors that uh, we we have during then. Jason Bryant, our good friend, is going to be getting in touch with you. Uh, you need to uh, talk to him because you want to be a part of our Friday Night Football coverage with myself and Hall of Fame coach Jimmy Smith and Paul Whittington and Jason Bryant. Uh, so when Jason gives you a call, say, yeah, I would like to be a part of that award-winning Brian Hanks show and uh, the uh, Friday Night Football coverage, which we'll be giving that schedule out here soon, too. Probably in the next few weeks, we'll let you know what games we're going to be doing. Listen, one more time, thank you to Mike Martin. Man, had such a fun time with him this morning. He is now our regular Wednesday guest here on the Brian Hanks show in the first hour. And then live from Omaha, Nebraska, had a lot of fun there with Coach George Whitfield. Tomorrow's show, we are going to have for you, uh, da, 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 da. how about Shane Albee, Sugar Shane Albee in our first hour, and then Catherine Pearson and a brand new guest, Prudencio, in our second hour, uh, Friday, live from the East Coast Invitational in Jacksonville. Listen, have a great hump day. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.